spirituality, consciousness, health, and mindset. Welcome to the Ascend Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris Hopper. And I'm Dan Harrison. Together, we are all wisdom and knowledge. Hey, what is up everyone? This week on the 100th episode of the Send Podcast, me and Chris decide to do a special episode and really give you all a deep insight in our journeys. So we know that all through our lives, and especially mine and Chris's lives, there's been this sickness or disease that has been trying to affect the human psyche and affect our minds. We turn on the news and we see these idiots planning wars, talking about wars just like they're getting ready to play an online game of Call of Duty corporations trying to screw you over and and screw over your mind and freedom and constantly trying to make us think that we need to buy more crap to make us happy or creating or making up new taxes or legislations to tie us down as a person trying to control our consciousness trying to suck the time out of us like vampires at, 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 um, at night media highlighting all the fear and hate in the world but behind the scenes which you would not see the media highlighting or showing us, showing you there is a cure, a resurgence that is trying to combat this sickness by healing themselves and healing others, by putting out good in the world. And networks of people are coming together, people tune in, listen to podcasts, filling their minds with alternative information, defecting from the fear and false information. And the beauty is there is someone right now this second, I actually being you right now, because you're listening to this podcast, you're actually trying to educate your mind and other people out there as well, someone else out there right now is either is working on their body and mind or just trying to help someone else, which is absolutely incredible. So don't ever be put down by the bullshit that we're getting fed and being brainwashed with. There is stuff going on all over and there is many of us who are actually realising that the current systems that are in place only support the few and not the masses. And many people are waking up all over. And that is why we are really looking forward to sharing you our journeys and how we found our ways through the shackles and how we're still figuring our ways through the shackles. And hopefully this podcast will show you that you are not alone and show you that there are many people out there who have had enough and who are also in the same position as you. So hopefully our journeys will resonate with you. So just before we jump this one, just wanted to say thanks so much to all the incredible people over at Patreon who have actually decided to support the podcast. It's really incredible. It really means a lot to us. And for anyone who just hasn't yet decided to become a Patreon member, it would be amazing if you could just consider joining the Patreon community and support the podcast. And when you also become a Patreon member by donating whatever amount you can each month, if you can, even if it's only $2 a month, you will gain access to bonus content that is only available to Patreon subscribers. And on that Patreon page as well, we're constantly adding new bonus contents and runs every week. And we're constantly going to keep adding more and more new bonus conversations and other cool stuff at that Patreon page on a regular basis. And we really want to, we're really going to make that the place where you guys can go who want to get extra bit more from the podcast. And we really want to make it the place where you can go and get a bigger insight into who we are as people. And so we can also share with you lots of extra bonus content. So if that all does tickle your fancy, all you need to do is go to the Ascend podcast website and hit the subscribe button. And also in the description of this episode, 
We also have a link or you can go to www.patreon slash ascend and choose any amount to support the podcast and you will gain access to bonus content. And if you cannot support the podcast, that is also absolutely fine. We understand and we just really appreciate the fact that you're listening to this thing, which is really cool. So anyway, without further ado, enjoy our 100th episode of the Ascend podcast. So anyway, oh, we made it. We got here. We got here through the womb and everything. Through the womb, finally here. From the womb to here. Thirty so, crazy years later. A hundred episodes, man. What an achievement, eh? What an achievement. What? I um I think it's perfect time to tell everyone as well about our rebranding. Now that we're starting to get people coming in, being a part of the Patreon and yeah. starting to really see what we're all about, I think we should share it with our global audience as well. Yeah, definitely. So we're so so far on the podcast we're we're, we're a podcast that asks all the biggest questions about the universe, yeah. about consciousness, mindset, health, spirituality. Best podcast in the world, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. And, but now we're going to change our direction to something even deeper. We're going to go, you know, and, we're going to go right down the rabbit hole. Yeah, now. I didn't think there was any further point in the Matrix that we haven't uncovered. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So we've had, really we've had Tom Campbell on, who was like sort of blew up on the whole simulation theory. We've had other great minds on the podcast who's talked about the pineal gland. We've talked about everything on this podcast. And now let, let, let in, enlighten them. Where are we going to take this podcast now? Well, I think we are actually going to really blow people's minds when we actually dive deep into the world of socks, men's underwear, Viagra. And mattresses. And mattresses. <laughs> this is where the real value of life lies, everyone. So this is this is the new direction we're going to take. So, And we hope you join us on our first episode where we talk to socks designer, Mark Halligan. <laughs> Mark! <laughs> are these socks conscious? <laughs> yes. So, so anyway, so... We've both decided that in this podcast for the 100th episode that we think it would be cool to dive into the world of which we haven't talked about in this podcast before and a lot of people have been asking us so we felt yeah. it would be perfect time time now with the 100th episode to dive into it and go right back to the start of our journey and go right up the point we're at now and let's mm-hmm. talk in bet- the gaps in between of how we got to where we are now. So, So let's go right back to the start of our journeys. Let's try and jump into that and talk about that. Yeah. Well, start of our journeys, Dan. Let's go all the way back to the womb. <laughs> <laughs> what was life? What was so? All right. So, what was life? Are we asking the big questions in the womb. Yeah. So What's what, it like outside that little cup there? <laughs> what was life for like for Dan Harrison and Chris Hopper right back in the womb? Probably warm. And <laughs> warmer than it is now. Uh, warmer than <laughs> in October. In October, dear. In the UK. Um, so, so life in the womb. I think for me, I was probably. <laughs> can I, ask you, I was actually going to answer this seriously. I, I, I was going to say, can I ask you a serious question about it? Why do you think we can't remember it? Oh, it's interesting that. Why can we not remember it? 
Some people speak about how they can, though. Like I've heard that. I've heard a lot mm. of um, people speaking about that. How they can they've done sort of um, people's done ayahuasca experiences and um, had done shaman, shamanic air breath work and things like that, and they've actually went all the way back to the have the visions of going back to the womb. Like we had Kevin Johnson on the mm. podcast on one of the first episodes we had him on. He was actually talking about how he went all the way back to the womb oh. with a vision. He had a vision of his mom coming out the womb and lying on his mother's chest. That's interesting. So people that. actually have. So I th- um, I've actually been thinking as well, and like I, I think this conclusion actually might actually be really like, like some of it the truth actually, where it says like the experience itself is so traumatic of like giving birth that the mind like kind of erases it or puts it so far back in the memory. Wow. So, so you're thinking that because obviously so. So like you said, birth's like a, tra- a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. But is it? Is it? Is birth? Yeah, I was thinking it is. It is birth. Is a bit of a traumatic experience, isn't it? Because when you it's like you're being ripped away from like this beautiful home that you've like created. You've got constantly getting like nourishment, like love, warmth. You feel this energy, and then all of a sudden you just burst out in this room with this doctor with his cold hands it's like it, grabbing yeah. you, like yeah, boy, boy, and then just passing you around to different people. And you're it, like. It's interesting screaming, how, scream because you can't. It's interesting how we actually we are born into that chaos. Like it's chaos. It's like when a baby first comes out of the womb, and yeah, the baby first comes out. It's like complete. Like so, it's it's nice. Like you said, it's nice and warm. It's sort of a dark environment, cozy environment. And then it's just like the bursting through. It's like complete chaos. Everywhere's chaos. You've got yeah. all these men around in white white uh, white sort of gowns on and these rubber latex gloves fingers all coming towards your face and everything haven't you I don't know it's, it's a, it's the experience itself like from what I can imagine in the eyes of a all the, all these, man all, of a baby would be so say, powerful imagine the perspective of actually the perspective from the baby's eyes like what does a baby think the humans are like aliens coming towards them like do 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 I, I, I couldn't even imagine what it processed me I don't think it would actually have a clear any understanding in its mind of what it, we would actually be to it like all these monkeys do you think at that point the baby itself knows who it who it was who it is sorry I don't know I don't honestly I don't know that's not sad will have to ask a baby <laughs> get it on the podcast next week <laughs> right anyways. so anyway so what I was going to say was so let's let's uh, let's start the podcast for real now <laughs> oh, I thought we finished <laughs> <laughs> so anyway what was so let's let's start digging into some things I mean what obviously through our journeys there's been many different catalysts right but what are some of the let's see what, what are, let's go into some of the first experiences or information that me and you were exposed to that sort of played a big role in sort of propelling me and you in our journeys I mean what what were some of the things that you you go first I mean what were some of the what were some things in your journey that really so, sort of started making you shift your thinking and things like that yeah well my thinking really started shifting when it was like me, you and Miller were in the, like, the car and like you questioned my value on money and I think that was an interesting point because it actually made me realise like what was valuable in life but I was always conditioned to think like money is like the real power and the real truth behind like everything what we do and who we are and then and then actually I feel like that point in my life right then right at that moment actually I started analysing, like, in my own head, like, what is truly important in life. What do you value? Yeah, and and when you start, like, looking into that point, 
the point. You're not actually not searching for external information at that point yet. Yeah, because change matters in your own mind first. And so as soon as I start looking into my own mind, I start seeing all these, like these different like questions. What I needed to be asking was then I started like looking into like podcasts, like knowledge seeking. But it all started from when you first like questioned my value or money. So was that just to go back as well, just to give the listeners who are listening as well, like the a bit more of a context. So the question mm-hmm. I asked you in the car, because I always remember this, it always sticks in my mind. I said to you because we were having it was me, you, and uh, our friend Miller in the car. And we were sort of, we're driving around, like you said, we're listening to sort of podcasts and we're just talking about loads of dif- different sort of topics and stuff like that. And at that time in your life, you were you were coming through a very more transformational period. And I wouldn't say, I wouldn't maybe use the, the context and say that I was maybe more awake of you, but I was just maybe a little bit further on in my journey. And I was, maybe I'd listened to a few more podcasts than you and I was sort of, I'd opened my mind up to different, different, a lot more perspectives than you had at the time. Mm-hmm. Then I asked you the question in the car because we were everything was so high energy in the car or straight together and driving along. And the question I raised to you was, um, would you trade like this, what we have now of us three having these deep conversations for a million pound? And you said at that time, yes, I would. Oh, That's what you said. Yes, I would. And then I'll not go, maybe, I'll, maybe later on in the podcast, I'll explain how I actually asked you that question a bit later on, and in that 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 completely changed. Mm. But I mean, at, at that time, I mean, what type of I mean, for you to actually say that, I mean, what type of actually sort of person were you were you were, were at that time? Yeah. Well, I was like I said, I, I don't. I think I was very in this world where I thought like money is the ha- key to happiness, and I found like a lot of like principles around money that are that are classed as foundations in my life. And so I always figured the more money, the more happiness, mm-hmm. less money, less happiness. And um, I think it was um, also my dad who really ingrained that and it was as well because he came from a family with no money. So he always knew this this foundation of like having money is key to happiness. Yeah. And he kind of ingrained that on me. But instead of just ingraining like the whole principle, like being who you are is what really is like valuable in what's where your true love actually comes in. I mean, when you actually like look at your um, who you are as a person, it, it all stems through your foundations of what your mum and dad really truly believed. And and you either have a choice at one point in your life where you actually have to accept their values or you can be completely separate from them. And I think that's a very interesting point because I, I know you had a similar thing as well when you really asked your questions like from your foundations. Yeah, so... Um as well, just before I go there as well, because I'll, I'll touch on a couple of things that sort of um, mind is to go back to there as well, because I'll forget. But I yeah, want to yeah, touch well. on some obviously some things that I was exposed to that played a big part, bef- just to private that build a bit more context. Mm. So for, some things for me that exposed me is because um, I always remember, like so, like I said before, driving in the car, I was I was a sort of ahead of a lot of my friends in terms of me thinking who was around us at the time. And also as well, I was I would say I was also ahead of my family as well, who was around us. Like, so to to get to, to before I got to that point, um, I started. I don't. I'm not even too sure how I stumbled across it. To be honest, I can't remember now. But I stumbled across like a lot of conspiracies. So I started looking at a lot of conspiracies, and one of the main ones for me was UFOs. Mm. So I was looking at uh, alternative information on like UFOs and things like that, and I was looking at a guy called uh, I think he was called Bob Lazar at the time. Who worked for like someone in uh, he worked for an area fifty one, oh. and he was talking about sort of like um, 
uh, like obviously back engineering like UFOs and things like that. And at that time, it was just completely blowing my mind. So I started going down the rabbit hole of there, and then I remember watching a full series about um, called UFO Hunters, where they were exploring all the mysteries of like um, UFOs that have come to the planet and footage and things like that. And that just come from there. Obviously, like there's so many rabbit holes I can take here, which you don't even realize. It mm-hmm. takes you down like sort of energy systems. What are these uh, UFOs using, and um, why are they coming here? And then obviously from there you start looking at like in like space, space and stuff like that. So my mind already was there, was going all over the place. And then another interesting one as well, which which actually was another part of my journey that I remember in my head now, was uh, yeah. listening to music. All so right. my best friend in school at the time, uh, James, he was, um, who you know obviously as well, mm-hmm. um, what happened was we were in school. Uh, sorry, not in school. It was, I think it was college. It was college, in college. And we'd been friends all the way through school and everything like that. And we never talked about any of these sort of deep topics or anything like that which is another interesting story as well so anyway I, I started listening to this a uh, bit of like sort of um, I can't remember I think it was like sort of um, I'm not sure what art, art, artist it was at the time but anyway I started listening looking into sort of um, like sub, sub I can't say it. what's the word subminimal messages oh yeah subliminal sub, I can't say the word anyway through like sort of music and how music can actually alter people's minds and things like that at the time mm. and then I started came across like sort of rappers who were sort of speaking about sort of truth in the songs, like speaking about conspiracies and things like that. And it was just one day I says to my friend, uh, James, I says, oh, I'll listen to this song. And he was like, no way. I've been listening to this for like the last two years or three years. And he was like, right, check out this rapper, check out this one, check out this one. And we're looking into people like Lupe, Lupe Fiasco, Akala, um, Nas, Damian Marley, people like that, uh, Kenrick Lamar, like people who were speaking about truth in the, through the songs and things like that. And then all of a sudden, these synchronicities of him, mm. like um, sort of looking into and seeing, have you seen this message you're seeing here about 9-11 or this one saying about this and all yeah, that? Yeah. That started opening up new pathways in my mind that got me excited because because it's a lot easier when someone else, when you see someone else around you is also asking the questions that you are. Because I know there was a time in my life, I remember when I first when I first started looking at these uh, conspiracies and things like that, it was like um, we can imagine it. As, remember, it's like so. I've been buying a hedge, behind a hedge all my life, like a garden hedge. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I start looking at these conspiracies, and my head popped up over the hedge. And I'm looking around. Everyone's still standing behind the hedges. And I'm like, <laughs> where the hell's everyone at? I'm like, I'm looking into all these things. Everyone's just like head down, grinding every all over the place, nine to five, driving all over the place. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? Mm. And um, but then it's it's so refreshing when someone else around you is also like open to these new possibilities so i mean that was some things and then obviously from there that led me down the down the pathway of looking at um sort of health opened up a new different pathway and a different angle start looking at in, uh, alternative histories um alternative sciences hmm. everything so that that's that's basically for me that's where it sort of opened up and what was the second question you asked us again i said uh, i wanted to talk to you about like um you shifting away like the foundations from like which a lot of people struggle with, and I know a hell of a lot of people who like do struggle with this. And I think everyone might, in a way, deal with it altogether. Is like shifting the foundations, like making the choice between like being who your parents want you to be and being who you wanted to be, and like you like shifting away from their foundations of like, say, like when my dad he was more more like money oriented, and he needs money to be like happy. So I like. He ingrained that into me, and I need to make a choice at that moment where money was either going to be my happiness or it wasn't. Yeah, I would. I would, so I would say 
for me, the thing I had to shift off was actually societal, um, sort of um, societal. What's the word? Societal pressures. Pressures, yeah. Societal mm-hmm. pressures. I wouldn't say it was pressures from my mum and dad. I'd never had. Um, I don't. My, I don't think my mum and dad were anyone. Any were anyone who like sort of ingrained ingrained with, with with the like with sort of maybe maybe they did not known, but wasn't sort of intentional by them. It wasn't. It was more of my parents. It was more of. I think they were just to a sense they were unaware. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though me, you know me dad now, even though me dad now is completely sort of, he's completely on like same level as us now. He's think he's thinking that just exactly like we are now. Maybe but, that's why your dad was like, um, why you've got that passion because your dad's like I've seen your dad now and he's got very lot of passion for what we're talking about right now. Yeah. And I think maybe you've also ingrained that and you've taken that from your dad. No, so Nesson, you're saying that because he's actually taken that from me. I know he has. Ah. He's actually taken. He said this to us as well. He's actually said oh. because I've. Because I sort of started developing this new way of thinking and things like that, mm-hmm. he was when he he was younger he was slightly asking asking these questions and stuff like that. But I actually ignited a fire in his mind to take him to the next level. So I think that's I think that's really good as well. How, yeah, that's interesting. How certainly dad's come on the journey with sort of I'd say me and you really as well in a sense. And Do you think of, he had that already in him? I think he did. Definitely. Yeah, he's always been that. interested in sci-fi and things like that. Mm-hmm. But as well, I think so. Anyway, I think. I think to a sense degree early on I remember when I was younger I think my mum and dad were just basically just they were just they didn't really know themselves fully they didn't know who they were so I think that's why that's why as well I think that's why a lot of parents for, I mean that's why a lot of parents I don't think they went down the journey of knowing themselves so I don't think they can that's why I think the, the, all they're doing mm. is they're not doing it like maliciously they just I think they're just what I'm noticing anyway speaking on behalf of me and when I see around uh, family members around us other who have ch- children I think they're just doing what they think's best but they don't they don't really they haven't really like lived the journey properly of knowing themselves looking at alternative information because I think it's it's hard it's hard to break through that like it it was hard to find that information, so like I had to find the information to get to the point where I am now. You've you got to sort of push yourself through them barriers. You said something crucial there, by the way, and I'd never want to skim over this. And you said it like um, um, knowing yourself, mm-hmm. and I think that's a, one of the, the key and the most crucial like element of like. I think this is key to everything. I think knowing yourself is key to everything, and I think this is the. You know when people talk about like blaming the government and stuff like that, like oh why is the government putting all this in our food? Why is the, the government doing this? Why aren't you knowing yourself, knowing who you are? You knowing this food's bad for you. Why aren't you making the change? Why do you think like knowing yourself is like such a hard topic for people? Why do I think it's so hard for people? Because one of the biggest things for me that I, I think, know. Can I say something? Can yeah, I? I think a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of people are scared to actually look at themselves in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I think because when they actually see this. When they actually looking and they're really looking to take all the clothes and look, because I've said I've done this before. And this was another catalyst for my change. Yeah. When I looked in the mirror completely naked, I really seen who I was. And there's no hide, there's no like, there's no clothes to like show an identity or anything. It's only your eyes and your body. And you actually see what you've done to your body. And you actually see, you can either be looking in the mirror and be proud of like the person staring back, or you can like, or you can really be a, like, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna say the word ashamed, but. You can sort of like analysing like what your life choices have been. You can like think, but what have I done? Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't want to do that. Don't want to actually look in and see the work. And so I think that's maybe why a lot of people are struggling yeah, knowing I, themselves. I, I resonate with that. I like that. And I think it was, um, I'm sure it was Carl Jung. You're Carl Jung. I think I said I can't remember now. But Carl Jung said he said what you just said there. He said um, 
that the the most scary thing is actually looking at yourself and in a human being actually accepting yourself fully for who you are. Yeah, I can imagine. And obviously, like that resonates what you said there. But another one, just to give another idea, what the first one that came to my mind, I was going to say was um, um, was time, because I think a lot of people can't find themselves because society is set up to suck that time away from people. And I fully, mm. I fully believe that. I mean, I know now it means a person now. I. I don't see that as that's not a stepping stone for me now, even though it still pulls on us. But I still I can still oversee that because in my life now I've put things in place to to value my time over other systems. But I think I think in society, for our parents, everything like that, yeah. they're constantly getting time sucked out of them. Everything they do, the whole system's set up for you to be sucked out of time. Like you're working nine to five, it's sucking time out of you. That's like your valuable time where you can be thinking and like thinking about your consciousness. Oh yeah, and it, it in the system, there's these systems all over the place. So even just the sense of um, it's not just work; it's television. It's like television itself is like a um, a vampire of time, isn't it? Like um, not just television, um, bad friends, bad relationships. Like there's so many of these different elements. Like that's why a lot of people need to address instead of just knowing yourself. Knowing yourself is the people around you, is the environment you're in. It's not just like looking in the mirror and seeing like I. It, um, it is like looking in the mirror and seeing what foods you've been eating and in exercise you've been doing. But look at look at where you work and is this beneficial for your health? Look at where your um your mind is really. I mean this this is like the sort of thing like knowing yourself. The whole journey of knowing yourself. That's what we're still on the on now. Like I, I'm at the point where, like, I'll know what I like. But do I really know who Chris Hopper is when I look in the mirror and I, and I really like look deep in his eyes? Do I see a, I know you? I definitely know you. Yeah. I know everything about you. I don't want, I, and that's like, the journey is like. I think as soon as you start to know yourself completely, that's when you type need to shock your system a little and do something completely yeah. like thinking. I mean, I know with me and you, we're still we're still both trying to manage ourselves through that time, like the time that Noah's been sucked away from us. Like we're going to go into it later on in this podcast. We're still trying to manage the. The sucking, the sucking of the time out of us. <laughs> the vampire of time. Yeah, the vampire of time, I like that. Um, but, I mean, do you think, just to let's, let's go a bit, yeah, that's a bit conspiracy-esque, because I want to die there, because it was a big part of my journey, and I want to go there, right? Mm. But here's a question from that. Do you, when we're talking about systems in place sucking the time out of us, do you think the systems that are sucking time out of us, which is clear to see, do you think that they're, they've actually been maliciously put there, and, and there's thinking behind why them systems are in place to suck people's attention and time away from them. Do you think, like, um, like, you thinking, like, is there a reason why, you thinking, is there a reason why they're actually doing this, like, um, sucking time out, is because they don't want us actually thinking about these bigger questions so they can push forth their own agendas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting point, and I really do, and I think, well, I think it's so critical, like, like why people, like, turn off the TV and stuff like that, because, when you see like pushing their agendas and sucking, like they're using every time to push their own agendas. Mm-hmm. Like so, people think they're watching television because they want to watch television. Like when they're watching television, though, they're seeing like three minute ads, like about four times during a, an hour long program. So that's twelve minutes. If it's on four times, twelve minutes of ads, and yeah, actually you're programming it into their system. Yeah, you, like every ad you watch. That's them, like, lock, locking in the upstairs. And one of the biggest things for me that I've noticed in that locking, locking, locking in upstairs, like that time in your mind, is like you said, the adverts. 
It's like the adverts are constantly playing, telling people that you need this, you need this to be happy. And that's the biggest thing is happiness for me is actually trying to tell people this is what. So the system is t trying to tell people what happiness is by saying you need to buy this to be happy. You need to watch this program to be happy. Mm. You need to do this to be happy. You need to do that to be happy. It's all about that. It's not actually... It doesn't, and then what? And what that actually, all that, all them pursuits, all them pursuits of chasing the unhappiness, mm. it actually, it actually sort of um, takes you away and sort of um, takes you away from the real happiness. Whoa. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, a lot of people don't actually see what, the, but this comes back to knowing yourself. I mean, people don't know truly what makes them happy because they've been like watching TV and actually see their own like. They, they see all these people doing incredible things. Like make, people might watch the the World Cup uh, or the Olympics and they see people doing incredible things. Whereas I, I watch the Olympics and I watch the FA Cup. Uh, sorry, I watch the the World Cup now and I think like, them are people who's actually dedicated their lives to the top of their game. Yeah, the and pursuit of something. Yeah, they've actually pushed forth. And every time now I see something like that, I inspire us. And like, I I try to switch off now. And like, honestly. This is my mindset now. Like, the journey before and the journey now, like, that what we said, like, knowing yourself is knowing yourself to a point where you, at the end, you know, and, like, they can't affect you no more. Because now, when I watch TV programs, I'm seeing the actors who's going to, like, 50 auditions to actually get that role, and I see them, yeah, like, yeah. putting forth their best effort to do that. And, and I don't even see stuff now. I just see, like, people pursuing like their own destiny and then as soon as I watch this for about half an hour I'm like turn this off like I love Rick and Morty I love watching that and yesterday I watched like um, I watched one episode of Rick and Morty and then I thought I just like looked at like um, the characters and I thought look at the detail these characters have done like like the stories that they're going to I mean this is what like like um, all the developers have actually done they've created this incredible thing for me to watch right now and be amazed and it actually mind blows us and this is why I say when I look at television now, but I wouldn't have had that before. Yeah, but that's the only that's the only thing though as well is that you actually you have a mind now where you actually so you can you can see you can see, you're seeing other you're seeing questions that you wouldn't be before. So the, so my, like a program in the past, like here's something. So you're in in the past when you're watching the World Cup or whatever it is, you would have been seeing that you would have been seeing the adverts, and the adverts yeah. would have been affecting <clears> your subconscious mind, and, and you would have been you would have been all about something different. But now you're about actually when you watch the the World Cup, you're actually questioning, like the players' yeah, dedication. The players, like you're going in. The, you're going the actually, You're going in the players' mind and actually looking at the players like individually and what have they come through and to get to the point that we are now. But as well with Rick and Morty as well. I mean, you're choosing you're choosing to watch Rick and Morty, but you, I know now that you're not in the past. Yes, Rick and Morty might give you that bit of sense of sort of that endorphin release in your mind, like the. Like the mm. happiness, like of like a lot of comedy and of, of a laugh. Yeah. In the past, that's all would have been, would have all been just for you and me as well. Would have been just watching a program, just to be, just to be completely, just to, mm. just to sort of shut your mind off, just to shut your mind off from the crap that's going around you. But now you're watching Rick and Morty to actually, to because in Rick we know Rick and Morty is asking questions about the universe. Yeah, well, I watched um, an episode yesterday and it was about um, um, this these um, people try to play a prank on him. And they said you're in a simulation. Yeah. He goes, uh, so he he's pretending to like, get out the simulation. He goes right to the edge of a simulation. and jumps out, and then he's in a space station. <laughs> he's like, "Wow!" And then um, they come back again. And says, "Oh, huh, he thinks he's out of the simulation when in fact you're inside a simulation." 
<laughs> inside a simulation and they do that loads of times and it's eventually beats them in the end like it's, it's but when you actually look at the big question you just start when you start watching things um especially um analysis of your questions is what plays a crucial role i mean and so i started like getting questions like how would i even know if i was a simulation or a clone how would i know if i'm yeah. a clone and stuff like that and these are the start of questions which which i get from tv shows now and and like i said as soon as the questions as soon as you start asking questions about tvs and stuff like that and like what's the programs on you start to win yourself yeah it's interesting though how attention how your your attention shifts like from diff- some c- certain things through the journey like recognizing like so when, when you start sort of reclaiming your mind it's interesting how your attention shifts to more things that are like you start looking around at the world and and you start like it's a, like you said it's about rec- reclaiming the time yeah. so you start looking around all over the place and you start trying to pick things that are going to actually reclaim your mind so instead of just watching a program that's just going to sort of dumb you down and it's going to be about absolute nonsense like housewives or something like that mm-hmm. um, you actually start looking for like things like you said like Rick and Morty to actually sort of programs that are going to actually make you think make you question other things about your life and, and not just it's not just the whole you're not just building emphasis around the fact of just like numbing yourself out to what's going on in the world mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I completely agree and I think that's um, I think that's a crucial element really especially where I think it all comes back to just like the que- the first questions before you actually start like analysing like the minds of like people in TV shows and stuff like that and why they're creating them p- power behind them start looking in your own mind and um, like Dan I know I like was slightly touched on this and that but like, I mean looking back on our journeys and like going back and really analysing who we are um, compared to who we are now like what did like Chris Hopper and Dan Harrison what did we look like now compared to then wow so for me, I was when I look back on my journey now. For me, I was actually someone who was. I would say the. I would use the word. I was blind. Well, like blind to who I'm com- compared to now, and um, we've talked about this before as well. But um, I don't think you've seen this film yet. But you know the boy in the bubble. I yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I was actually like a boy in a bubble, like sort of. I had like I, that's the way I viewed myself in the past. Is walking around in a bit like the boy in a big bubble. Yeah. So I was so closed off to to the sort of all these new possibilities that are in the world like the real like the I was closed off to the real in the world and I was just so in the in a bubble of like sort of materialistic junk so in the past I was someone who was I used to think that happiness and this has probably been instilled in us by obviously the things that people associated with family members to a certain extent to everything, just the way the whole society is like uh, fabricated around you. Mm-hmm. I was actually thought that happiness was in finding a job, have a big car, have a big house, like all that. And and I just I'd, now I just know that's not not happiness. I mean, um, I mean, were you someone who was? I mean, you were someone who I know was like really fixated on the materialistic world as well. Yeah, well, I loved, I did love the materialistic world. I was fascinated about like when I used to do modeling and stuff like that. I was just really like ingrained in the whole like. Oh my god, this is cool, man! I look, yeah. I get to try on these incredible fabrics and stuff like that. But like I said, like when you strip them off the layers and that, like that's when your true identity is revealed. Yeah, and I understand as well. Just to jump in as well before you go there. I mean, that's one of the point as well because when you when you explained about you, like you said, you're modeling and stuff like that. There, mm. I don't um like now. I reckon I understand that that's actually that's a a fun facet of the life. That's a fun facet of the game. Mm-hmm. But I know what you're going to go into a bit more as well. I just want to put a point on that is that that. You've also with that as well. You've got to understand that 
the things that come with all that world that come that come with like um sort of like I said having a fast car having all be your mind all being about having nice clothes and things like that you've got to realize that that's still a trap but also realize that it's just a game as well and you can enjoy the, the game that you can play but I just want to say that as well ah yeah you know what it's a good point I mean like a lot of people want to like talk about this um and I know you're like at the minute like this minimalistic lifestyle yeah and I think it is a good point um what yeah you're talking about but like I don't think I path for everyone I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I might be wrong um it might be for everyone but maybe a lot of people actually at, the po- at this level in the game they might have had nothing for so long and they might want to have a little bit of some toys some fun yeah of course exactly and that's why you've got to that's why I think you've also you've got to constantly keep asking yourself and what I'm doing all the time is the thing that you're doing now and the, the way that you live in your life are you happy keep asking yourself that every single day when yeah. you wake up am I happy am I happy with when I have all these because for, just to go back as well on my journey I was I was wait, I was walking around and I had I had the flashy car at the time and I was saying, I was asking myself, is this happiness? Is this really happiness? Like working all these long hours to buy this car, is this really happiness? And I kept asking myself that constantly. And the answer every single time was no, this is not happiness. Whoa. And that was the same as well as I was like saying, spending all these money on these clothes, is this happiness? Spending all this money on the, going on these all on these night outs and things like that. Yeah. Is this happiness? Is it, is, you know what, man? It's a very interesting point. I, I know you're saying it from your perspective and and your perspective is truth and I was talking to um, a guy before and this was about about four or five years ago right and um, he just dedicated like all of his life right to football and he said like no matter what he was going to be a professional footballer and he was getting he was absolutely top quality he never touched like drink never had bad food and this was constantly like his life all the way through his life because he had an identity of being becoming this professional footballer he had a girlfriend as well who was like pushing him she, she was like give him strict diets and everything she was really really controlling who he was and um and then he got a really bad injury and like all of a sudden like his whole he felt like he wasted his life and it's an interesting point because he would like as you would say the other way around but he actually thought he wasted his life because he like distanced himself from friends to his commitment he and he actually wanted to change his life more so he started to go out like drinking and he started going out meeting friends and that and he, he got rid of his girlfriend and he started creating this other life where he found happiness and it's an interesting point how you see it from two different perspectives yeah, yeah, yeah. of worlds that's so, why I think when that's what that's I'm, why I don't think there's anyone yeah like, I don't mm. I agree with you I like that and um, I, I was, I was going to say this as well but I think as well that's why whatever world you're in you've got to keep asking yourself the question. So like even I'm at a point in my life now where you said, I can't say the word, say the word for his uh, minimalism, minimalism. Uh, minim- minimalism. <laughs> I'll never say that word. Um, but you've got to, when I'm in that world as well, what I'm doing now, I keep asking myself now, is that happiness? That's, that's, you that's know what Dan, you, like we've keep saying before, like asking the questions in them moments is what's truly going to find who you are and knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. So he, here's something else I want to touch on with you as well. I mean, so we know, we've, we've slightly touched on this before as well, but just to go a bit deeper as well, I mean, we know one of the most important things in our journey has actually been sort of reclaiming our own mind. I mean, how did we actually, how did we actually reclaim our mind? I mean, how do we actually sort of really find out who we were in a, in a, like a world that says sort of become someone else? I mean, what was the first, what was some of the first, what was some of the first things that you started doing to really start, start of reclaiming like who you are as a person? Started like analysing like what I liked and what I didn't, and also hanged around with uh, you and James, mm-hmm. 
and I felt like that changed my life a lot as well. And and at the at the point where I was like talk coming with you more, and like I was um, analyzing like what was good and bad in my life, I started like I started not wanting to go out as much. I started just wanted to like, um, stay in and, and like read and, and like I read. Like at one point, like I was um, I was reading a book. And then I was going to training, and then straight after training, I was swimming, and I was going home and read my book, and I thought, and then I put on a podcast, and I thought, whoa, like, I felt alive, and I felt more alive on that, like, I remember it was a Friday night or something when I was doing it, I felt more alive on that Friday than I had, like, going out and just getting wasted, and, like, and I woke up on Saturday morning, I looked out, and I seen, like, this completely different world, and I thought, whoa, that, is, that to me was the point where I thought, this is the change, like, this, this was the new me. It's, it's interesting to me. I, I love that, by the way, as well. It, it, when I was beauty there, when you sort of looking at when you wake up in the morning, sad. The same thing is when you start educating yourself and you you have a complete, you have like sort of. I always remember it's sort of it's like trying on a new toy. Mm. Like you know, when you get a new toy and you're so excited about the new toy. That's what that's what it's like when you start working on yourself. You you wake up and you take off your blinkers of your old blinkers that you had on. You look outside and you've got these new lenses of perspective and you look around and the, the world's like the way I see it is the world's more colourful, mm-hmm. the world's more beautiful. There's so much more going on in the world than you thought was going on in the world when you when you had your eyes sort of closed. That's the way I see it. Yeah. But it's interesting to me how you says um, when you said you were you were going to the gym and you were swimming and things like yeah, that. Can I just say why yeah. I got to the point of that? Because yeah. I never actually mentioned that. Uh, why how I got to the point of like going to the gym, reading and listening to a podcast. It was just because you know what, right? Good things come from bad, and a lot of people have to get to the point where they actually feel terrible about each other. And like when I was on a holiday, right, and I kept on get, getting called um, like a cheer pot because I had like a pot belly in that, and I was thinking like, like because I was going out all the time drinking, and I was thinking this is not me, this like, and like I got to the point where I thought like changes are going to occur, so I started like looking at like how to get fit and I started coming across podcasts and then I started like reading more books on how to get fit and I came off um, on YouTube and on like motivational videos and that these were all like influenced my mind instead of like playing on video games which I was addicted to as well I, since I spent most of my time on YouTube studying and learning fitness and then I studied like um, I found podcasts which were like um, which were crossed between like health businessy like and i started interacting in both worlds and i started like find out more and more information in that sense and then sort like the more and more podcasts you come then then they dip, dabble into different worlds so yeah i come across one which started asking like bigger questions like oh like tell us about, about the pyramids and that and i was thinking i don't really want to know about the pyramids i learned all that in school you know i thought like yeah. And then he started like listening to me about twenty minutes in. He's like, "Well, it wasn't really built by slaves." And I was thinking, "Well, my whole uh, culture's been ingrained Your by whole existence." Yeah, because I actually believed that in school everything what they told me was true. Yeah. And when they told me like um, the pyramids were actually built by slaves, I was like, "Yeah, that's true. I believe that." And that that was it. But a podcast like this opened me up and thought, like, "What else am I not being told?" And and then at that point, um, the next like few months of just like going through that journey like I got to the point where I was starting to like I lost loads of weight I felt incredible like my skin looked amazing I was exciting to an incredible point eight I never touched bad food and I just got this beautiful point in my body where I did the I did that one night of just like of um like, exercise like detox <laughs> yeah no it was just the, it was like reaching the top of the mountain 
and I actually went to the um, the gym straight away. Went to the swim baths. I felt so alive. I had so much energy. I came back. I just read like um, one of the Tony Robbins books, and I just felt. And I didn't want to turn the TV. I had a midnight sleep, and I woke up, and I just seen that like the sunrise, and I just thought, "This is the sunrise is me. The sunrise was me, and it, and bringing up the new life, and I've I finally achieved like the mountaintop of like this new life." Yeah, it's interesting to me how you says um you said that you said the world when you were talking about how you you were using negativity on you on your like your mind like people calling your names and things like that you used that as fuel. So it's interesting to me because I got me thinking in my mind how many things in life you can actually use uh, how many psych- different psychological triggers out there and how you and how many different psychological fuels you can actually use to sort of reclaim your mind mm-hmm. so you can use your worst circumstance in life so some like you said someone could be calling your names you could be like even you could be like feeling feeling around you that everyone thinks that you're not um not intelligent or you could be even saying that you're not you're not healthy as a person whatever it is whatever someone's whatever like the way society puts like um, where society and people put things on you and try to like put, put, paint you in a corner as an identity, you can use you can use that as fuel to change your life. And I was actually when you were saying that story as well, I was one of my fuels, you know, as well. Thinking of it now, it's interesting because I just realised there when I, when you said it, one of my fuels is probably one that you're not going to think. It was a fuel that actually um, when I started looking at conspiracies, wow. so I started looking around when I was looking at conspiracies. Um, I was looking around at the. I was looking around because I'm not going to go too much down the conspiracy lane, but I definitely think that there's there's people in place who are trying to basically screw us up. There's people who are not don't have the people's interest in place. And what I can remember being so angry when I was finding out all this information, like they're putting fluoride in our water, they're like the chemtrails and stuff like, like that. I, I, everything, man, like all the way from um, even like cutting down the rainforest. Um, things like um, stopping new alternative energies coming out, pharmaceutical companies paying sort of um, like Coca Cola paying cancer research, the things yeah, like that. Like yeah. looking around Big all, of, just looking around all of the world and all this manipulation all over the place. Like go, like, like I said, nine eleven sort of doing uh, the government doing inside jobs for propaganda to send to to shift the uh, the people's perception. Every I was looking around all over the place, and I remember seeing all that, and I was like, you know what it is. If that's not a if 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 a mission or a or a, or a fuel in your mind, if that's not a big enough fuel to sort of sh- shift the monopoly board and throw it in the air and smash it all over, and stop these idiots who are who are clearly look if you look around the world causing disaster, if that's not fuel, and I remember looking back at that and thinking that was my fuel at the time, but that was also the fuel that led me into health as well, because I can remember I can remember being in the gym, and. And um, you know, like you're throwing a uh, lifting heavy, heavy deadlift or doing a heavy back squat at the time. Mm. And I was, I can remember listening to me like hit me, um, me hip hop at the time and stuff like that. And you were like, with the, talking about like 9/11's an inside job. <laughs> Built in seven, did they really call it? Ah, oh, just a bunch of undercover ops, like stuff like that. I can like, remember that in my head when I was lifting the weight. And I can remember me viewing back at myself like lifting that deadlift thing and. Like uh, screw the Illuminati, <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like that. Though I can, I remember, you, I can remember using that as fuel, fuel in my head. But it's just interesting to me though how how you can take whatever you like. I said it before, you can take whatever fuel it is and just and you can turn that negative fuel into something beautiful. Yeah, and that makes me wonder, like if it's say if we never had all this, if we got to a point, maybe this is for a podcast guest actually, or maybe for us, but if we got to a point where like there's no negativity. Will we get to a 
will we end up being like a generation of just like just like standstill would would do we constantly need that negative to like push forth yeah I think this goes back to what we talked before I'm not going to go too much into it but I think it's like the way the way of life and the, the game set up yeah. just like a computer like we said this loads of times on the podcast but switch on slightly to answer your question but just like a computer game there's no bad guys there's no monsters or anything like that it, you you don't strive to sort of you don't it's it, a boring game isn't yeah, it? it's a boring game it's a boring game and as well just as well um, what you said before as well which was really interesting to me when to was gonna before you uh, stopped stop saying it before when you uh, t- when you jumped in, I want to touch on this when you said about um you were talking about when you said about going swimming and things like that, and you were working out and you had that day when you you the next day you're seeing a complete new world. It's interesting to me when you said that because for my on my journey was reclaiming the body, reclaiming my mind. So when I was going into the gym and doing the reps and things like that, and I started educating myself on health, what foods do I put in the vessel, and what, um, how do I treat the vessel, how do I move the body, mm. all these different ways, that started reclaiming my mind. Well, yeah, I just wanted to reiterate re- re- on that because that's what you said before. You were talking about that, so that says to me that reclaiming your body equals reclaiming your mind. I think once you've reclaimed your mind, you can't go back, really, can you? Like, um, well, you can. You can easily make like lapses in in who you are. Because it all comes down to little choices, so you keep making little choices, and the little choices are going to impact how your life. I mean, even just going to the fridge and you see there, there's a Coca-Cola can there, or there's a bottle of water. You know, like the water is good for you, but you choosing the Coca-Cola drink that emphasis emphasizes the bad, that emphasizes that your mind can still fuck up, you can still create these wrong choices. I mean, here's another, here's another interesting area as well, which I, I, I really want to go into with you because this is something that's been on my on my mind for a while. And we haven't we've never went to, went to this point on the podcast as well. I think this is gonna it's gonna add a lot of perspective into people's minds in find out who we are as people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but it's interesting to me, right? So we know that in society now, like we spoke about this through this podcast, society does like through our lives, through mine, your life. Now we know that society tries to push that seeker out of you by using responsibility like we're talking about before and to a sense the, the system that's set up will know that it does know from that that people that does anchor people down like using the aspects of like saying you must wake up you have to go to a job and things like that that the, the system knows that that will anchor people down mm. but when you start like for me and you as well when me and you started waking up and realizing we started seeing this new world and we started changing our lenses and viewing viewing the world in this completely different way Mm-hmm. You start from that position. You actually start realizing that society's just made up. Like yeah. society's just a load of shit. And you start looking around. And one of the things for me as well, when I started waking up as well, just to touch on it as well. I started looking around, and I actually just paused for a second and I started looking around at the world. And everyone's just like going somewhere. Everyone's just buzzing around all over the place. Like I, can, I remember once one story I had, and I still do this now. I stand on um, a bridge that goes across a, a motorway mm. or a highway, whatever you want to call it. And there was just loads and loads of cars going, and everyone's just going somewhere. Like where they're all going? Are that actually? I was actually thinking, no one's just stopping to see. What ask yourself the question: Where am I going? What am I doing? What, no one's asking that. Asking that question all the time. But when you do get to that point where you start, we start looking at the world in that in that sense. You start looking around at the world for me, and I started realizing that everyone's just playing these roles. Like everyone's just like putting on these fake suits or fake costumes and going to going to work nine or five and playing these fake roles. Mm. But something that we, which contradicts this as well, which I mean you haven't talked about in this podcast, right? 
I mean, we haven't talked about because me and you still work jobs, mm-hmm. and we haven't we haven't talked about on this podcast. I mean, maybe some the first thing thing that go to was, I mean, why have we not why have we not actually talked about our jobs on this podcast? Well, that's an interesting point, and um, the reason why I've never wanted to talk about me job is because I never really wanted to give it value, mm-hmm. really give it an emphasis of who I was. So I never really wanted to touch on it. But I suppose like what we've been talking about, how you've got to use the negative to actually influence you. Whereas I class it as like a, a negative and I use it like as a um, fuel for this. Like if I was already like, um, if I already have like um, loads of money coming in and, or, and I wouldn't work, would I still have the power and the passion for like this podcast to really, to think, you know what, I'm doing this podcast to have the better life and to, to that I know I can actually impact loads of people. So I use the um I use it as fuel, just like like you said before, you've got to use like this negative energy as fuel to fuel like before when they're talking about like um like a real obese person, you actually and like it's people say like, Oh, why do you stare at them? And it's like because a lot of people see that and they think that's a possibility of life if I make the wrong choices. Yeah. And um when I look at my work now, I use it as like I see people like walking around and I see loads of people who's been there 40 years and miserable and I look at their faces and I think that's possible yeah that's possible right now yeah I love that I love that how you said you're using that as a fuel because that's that's exactly what I do as well and it's interesting on my journey as well because the, I mean we don't need to go on our jobs that we do and stuff like that but I was I was heading that way I was heading I was heading that way of what you just said there yeah. like working in the same job for all these years in the position that I've got myself in the job now, not to go too far into it, but I've actually sort of manufactured um, a system where I only have to work part time at my job. Mm-hmm. So I've, um, and that was my own accord because I was at a point in my job where I could have like went to that next level and worked the sort of the forty hours a week or whatever and got paid this amount of money. Mm-hmm. But my sort of mindset and my lifestyle that I've adopted now has sort of combated that. And actually, like, added the fuel that I don't need to work that many hours, because my my life that I, my lifestyle that I live now is more of a I can't say that word again the minimalist lifestyle. But it's not just a sense of minimalist lifestyle having less objects. It's a minimalist lifestyle in the mind of where I pay my attention, where, where how I spend my money, and everything like that. Everything goes into that sort of that philosophy. But that has a, that has freed me up to know what I value and what I don't value. So I don't need to work them extra forty hours not extra 40 hours, whether extra 25 hours or whatever to sort of support a lifestyle that I've got now. So the job that I'm doing now is I, I get it. Like I've just, I'm in, I'm in a position where I can do a certain amount of hours now and I have a mindset where that's all I need. I don't, I don't need, I don't need like this extra 200 pound a week. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. I, like money's not a, money's not the goal for me at the minute in my, my life that I'm at now. The, the the job that I'm doing it's just providing me just it's providing me a platform to just to find as a platform because we know in sight now you've got to live like you've got to live like I can't just go I can't just I'm not someone who I haven't got a rich mommy and daddy I'm not someone who can um, like go and just live at someone else's house or live in, even though I probably could live at mum and dad's house but I can't be reliant on someone else because they, they, they've got jobs themselves mm-hmm. like I know, I know what I mean I haven't come from a well off family so I can't rely on other people so I've got to rely on myself so I've at the minute I have a system in place at the minute that is just giving me the foundation to do the podcast to, mm-hmm. to focus on creative time 
and that's that's where I'm at at the minute. I mean, that that's still a constant battle and struggle for me, you know, which I know you're you're in the same position as well. Yeah. But I'm just using what I, I'm using the job that I've got now is that just as a little steady platform until I figure shit out. I mean, a lot of people probably thinking like looking at this and they'll be thinking, well, yes, you just don't have it. Like, you, just, you don't know what it is, man. He's really like he's don't know the truth behind like why he's doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. But then like he's like, he's all like living this woo woo state of life, but. Hell yeah, honestly, we finished work and we both go, that's absolute shit. Yeah, of course. I mean, we, we, we actually, like, me and you've, like, me and you've been, like, had days where we really struggle and that, yeah, like, of course. people, I think, like, people, a lot of people um, have this, like, image, like, of, of people who um, are doing podcasts or, like, living this incredible life or people on Instagram are living this incredible life, but they still have days when they're, like, thinking, fuck this, man. Like, this is so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, because like, a lot of people like us are balancing life like between like jobs and spare time like, we choose not to like watch TV we choose to um, we choose to balance this life of like work like relationships friends and um, activities like podcasts yeah. and that we choose these lives but, but they have consequences they have pressures they have struggles like a lot of people forget about these things and like this like they'll see the rewards of like getting a hundred episodes, doing like millions of downloads and stuff like that, and they'll be like, "Whoa, look at these guys, man! They're living their lives." And in a sense, we are, we are living these incredible lives, but we're also dealing with the struggles as well. And these struggles, like of doing, dealing with the podcasts, dealing with relationships, balancing like work and time, these are like these are the struggles that's grown us. Yeah. So every one of these, we're grown from them. Yeah, I think I think as well. We've, um, I mean. For me, this, this is good talking about this as well because we never talk about this in the podcast. But I think in the, when you said before as well, just to really end the point, like go back to the start where, you, where I said, why do we not talk about it? Because for me, I didn't want to. I haven't talked about my job is because I don't, like you said earlier, I don't want that to become my identity mm. because it's not me. Because I'm, I'm, I have, I do have a really strong mind, and um, it doesn't pull us down. Like the job doesn't pull us down. I'm just see it as something that I'm doing to support the podcast mm. or whatever I'm doing. Like, like you said, I use it as fuel. And um, and I just didn't want to because I'm when I do the podcast. Podcasts is my is my source. It's my release. It's my podcast for me. Is my sort of it's when me and you come together and that's our playtime. Yeah, and we when yeah, we're definitely. really when the real journey begins. And so I don't want to bring I don't want to bring my I don't want to bring the bullshit of which I, which doesn't affect us the bullshit of the of the job in, into the podcast. No, but, it's not. It's not the place for this. It's, yeah. it's the place for me and you to become who we truly are. But in a sense, I think we do bring it in because I, we do use it like as fuel. Yeah, we do. So yeah. that's a good thing in a way because some days we've, it's like we finish work and we've both been like, "Oh God, man, it's, what a shit day!" And then we're like, like, and then we think, "Well, we have got Dean Reardon on in about two minutes' time." So, and then like literally, we've done this as well, and like we'll, our mind like automatically shifts to like this gratitude. Like we go from like having a bad day to thinking, "Holy crap, man! We're talking to some of the most like most privileged minds in the world yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. man. How awesome yeah. is this?" <laughs> and then it's like, "Who else is doing this?" And I feel like absolutely incredible by thinking it, and I love it, man. I, I love the passion. Yeah, it is. I, I, it's interesting though how you says. Um, like you see the t- I see the tone of the voice, or how you've tone of voice change when you're talking about like talking about your work to to, to yeah, the podcast. Yeah. The, your tone, your energy completely changes there. Your body posture and everything completely changed. Yeah, you open straight away. But when you were saying before, yeah. before as well, because I want to touch on this point as well, because I get this quite a bit when you talk about Instagram. 
so like on Instagram, I I get quite a few comments on Instagram. People saying like, um, so what what do you do for what do you do for a living and stuff like that? And I always message them and tell them what, exactly what I do. Like I says, I just work. I work a job just like everyone else. And but people always say you, they, they say the word, are oh, you paying this perception that like you're living this different lifestyle on Instagram? Mm. But I thought about that, and then I actually started scrolling through my pictures of the life that I am I'm portraying on Instagram, and it's a free lifestyle. Everything that I do on my Instagram is free. Like the only there might be one thing well, where I've went away, where I've went actually went away at somewhere. Um, I went away. I went away for like three weeks on holiday or something like that, or went away sort of traveling somewhere, whatever it is, mm-hmm. which anyone can do. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? We're not living in like a third world country where you can't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's going to get that's going to become even more accessible to people all over the world eventually in the future. Mm-hmm. But people are seeing how oh, you you're portraying this lifestyle. But I looked through all my pictures and it was like me standing beside a waterfall, me sta- with me feet on the grass, me yeah. tr- me training my body, me doing yoga, me actually sort of. Sw- swimming in the lake but you live by these as well though, exactly, so you know what I mean that's that's exactly so I'm, if I am a Petrina lifestyle that's a lifestyle I live anyway exactly. I mean what does what does what does someone do want to be standing at work and going hey I'm at work today yeah day two <laughs> day three out with the boys <laughs> <laughs> but um look I think what you talked about there was crucial Dan to be honest and you really give a good insight into like into the minds of work like a lot of people who are actually going through the grind and they're actually like, in the and when they look at people like us, they might think we've got it all, but truthfully, we haven't. We don't have it all. Nobody has it all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone has the struggles. Even the legendary Donald Trump has their struggles. <laughs> but um, now, what I'm saying is just like, what well, we've we've said some gems so far, like like knowing yourself, asking questions, and that, and like what we're right talking about right now, is like is the reality for a lot of people, and I think this is where. As soon as a lot of people can actually tap into this, like understanding, like you're not your job, you're not you're not who you actually think you are. You're not what television tells you. You're exactly who you are in your mind. So, reality is self-talk. That's what I like to perceive it as. And I can't remember who said that quote, but when you actually start like, analyzing your self-talk, how are you talking? Are you talking good? Are you talking bad? These are these are the crucial things that we're actually going to be looking at. Yeah. I love that as well. I mean, here's something as well which would probably go to go to as well. I mean, how did? I mean, why did we actually sort of? Why did we start the podcast? Why did we start the podcast? Because I don't. We've never really went that far and dissected that. You know what? I really don't know why we did it. Yeah, to be honest, I actually to to give you a quick answer as well. I mean, I seen it as a. I seen it as a wee out in the beginning. I seen it as a. That's probably what my. I, I seen it as a wee to actually better myself, and and you know what it is. I actually initially I thought I thought right because I was looking around. And I was when when we doing research into businessy stuff and things like that. I was looking around. And I was thinking, you know what it is. I might actually do the do the podcast. I know a bit about health and things like that because that's where we transitioned from at the beginning in the beginning of health. Yeah. And I thought, you know what it is. We actually might be able to. I thought, you know what it is. I might actually be might be able to better myself from the podcast. That's what I thought. Like in terms of, at the time, I was thinking in my head money. I was thinking I'll be able to make money from the podcast and things yeah. like that. But now it's interesting how that transitioned from that. Instead of sort of helping myself, I've actually realised is is a tool I can help other people. In the in the in the currency that you get from helping other people, like this currency that you can't explain. It's like a feeling, or a, or a sense of gratitude that flows through you when you get a when you get someone reaching out to you and 
yeah, you give yeah. them a bit of information and someone reaches out you and says oh you've changed my life today you've made us think in this different way that currency is a real currency that I was actually really chasing and I just didn't know it yeah definitely I agree and I think that I think the emphasis on me was probably at the start like um was to think like oh yeah it could be a it could be a way out we could get to a point where we could get like oh sponsors cool and we could actually make some money and actually start living life on our terms but but what's interesting to me as well though that would jump in two sorry. seconds because i want to before I forget this mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that we've actually we've been in a position with the podcast i know we're blurting a lot out here but it's interesting to me that we we were in a position with the podcast and we had we had we've had sponsors come to us and we could have we could have sold out and made loads of money on the podcast but we haven't and it was interesting to me how the the early transition the early transition we had a lot of when we when the podcast was coming from more of a health, more focused health background mm-hmm. we actually did get a lot of offers from certain health companies and brands which at the time could have made us a lot of money and we actually and it, it, it still at that time we still turned that down so there was some that says to me that and we weren't the people we were now we were still probably in this sort of this fixed mindset where we didn't know who we were and maybe more focused around money coming from that sort of that background but at that time there was still something a little voice that we were like no no it's, it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel right yeah yeah, it's just interesting point. how there's been that little voice that's, that's guide us to where we are now. I think Even that, as well, just as well, the mm-hmm. name change. There was like, just oh, to yeah, tell yeah. that story as well, like the, the guide for the name change from, went from Beastified to Ascend, which is much better. Mm-hmm. But that, that to get to that story as well, like there was actually something that was inside of us saying that it would need to be changed. It needs to be changed. It needs to evolve into something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, and um, we, found, we found our identity in Ascend Beastified itself was like a, a name which is like it sounded very like protein yeah, supplement. Beast. You want to be beastified yeah. in this life? <laughs> yeah. But, want to uh, beastified? Try this nice secret acid. Acid. <laughs> Two scoops a day. <laughs> you want to optimize your optimization? <laughs> this will change your mind by 0.1%. God, I gotta go for you. this guy $300 my dollars. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Extra two reps in the gym, guys. <laughs> Makes a difference for ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that one, brother. Um, I feel like I feel like the name change itself was like critical element to us. But because like, we did have a lot of like amazing guests in the start. We had like Erwin Lacour, um Sean Stevenson, uh, Ben Greenfield, Jack Cruz. Uh, phew, the list is endless of like yeah, the might of like the people who we actually talk to. Like especially in the region of health, and the, we did find a lot of like um, identity there because, like you said, me and you came from a health background, and like we studied health for ten years. Me and you done. You got to think like we've yeah. done that. Of course, I mean it was well on this podcast. I mean, I know we we're, we're still we're going to still going to talk about we're still going to talk about health, but we're going to talk about we're going to talk about health now in a way mm. that's more in line with who we are. Because I'm not seeing it in previous podcasts because a lot of them guests are still all them. All them guests still, still, uh, yeah. Even, all, even all listening the, back was a, 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 yeah, all course, really they're all relatable. They're all relatable because everything, everything in life is linked. Like mm-hmm. health, spirituality, consciousness, mindset. It's all, all, all that. It has ties over and ties line. Mm-hmm. But I just think now, in the future, which we know, we're going to bring health in a more health over over in a way that is more in line with who we are now. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, the the more we're actually looking at health now. We're seeing our adaptation from them. Uh, it's not just like the guests we had on, but the questions we asked the guests. 
Like we've changed our like a style of questioning has been like completely changed. I mean, you know, a lot of like podcasts where they just reiterate the same questions and yeah. stuff like that. We like to like really search in that. Like this is what a lot of people think as well. Like we they don't see all the like the research there. They're asking like thousands of questions in our own mind of like what we can ask this person. Like like doing like four, five, six hours straight, like straight after you finish work on like looking at a guest. Yeah. yeah. Also writing the show notes and stuff like that. Whatever whatever we've got to do, we do it and we see we, even though we don't get like much money from it. Like we've done something so incredible. Like. Like it's the passion there is all the time. Like just researching the guests is powerful as this podcast from my eyes. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, because I mean that process as well of which I've noticed as well that's helped me learn that process of me researching the guest and looking at the guest because I'm someone who loves anyway. I don't need I don't need a fuel to actually educate myself now mm. and look at podcasts because I know how much value it adds to me as a person. Because here's an example as well which I love as well, and which this is going to resonate with a lot of people listening to this podcast and they'll this, they'll probably find this interesting as well in their journey. Mm-hmm. is that I know now it's one of the biggest crucial elements to life is knowledge like knowledge is power mm-hmm. and um, I've always said this in my head and we, we've had a podcast about this in the past as well um, which people might want to check out as well we call it I think we call it the do we call it the art of was it the art of war the art of no so we call it the art of fighting without the art of fighting without fight that fighting, was the one yeah fighting. good episode and that's, and that's what I think is um that's that, and for, and I still I still believe this point as well that the real the real sort of um, weapon in life isn't sort of fighting with your fists. It's not like going out in the streets and causing a change physically. Mm-hmm. It's actually causing a change mentally in in this, and um, and I still stand by that. And that's why I sort of is a tool is a, is for me to is progress in my mind having that having well, that fuel in my head where I can where because the knowledge. Knowledge leads to knowing who you are as a person. Um, I mean, here's something as well. I mean, what was what was the maybe some, this is probably a good place to go. I think I thought of here. But what was the one of the maybe great? I know you said before as well. You talked touch. We've touched on the struggle about how sort of like balancing sort of your the whole general lifestyle with the podcast. But what's what's been like one of maybe the maybe not just with the podcast as well. This is like in general. But what's been one of your greatest struggles in terms of like your journey so far of seeking knowledge and sort of mm. working on your body and reclaiming your mind what's been one of your biggest struggles um patience I think because I, I wanted a lot of was that I didn't by the time I actually thought we like we've done this since 2015 and I thought like by now we would be on the journey of like being like living our own lives sort of thing like not being in the rat race and and to actually still be at the rat race and like looking out and and like people still telling you like people getting to the point where they're saying like you said you'd be gone and stuff like that you said like because I'm always like re- reiterating who I think I can be yeah. and like who I want to be who I am in the moment is who I'm going to be in the future and and when the people saying well, I'm telling you to get out I'm telling you to get out and stuff like that and, and you're like yeah, tell, yeah tell, telling you to get out of where work Kelly, right. you get the job, the nine to five, the rat race, getting out out of that point, and actually, and it's me like wanting, expecting things, sorry, expecting things to happen quicker than they have, and it's, so my struggle was all about patience, getting to the point where I can actually, where when Monday, and uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday roll round, I'm not getting to the point of like being like and 
come on, man, why am I still here? Like, because like, I still have that little fight inside of us where I'm still like, oh, man, why am I... Like, because I, I look at a lot of people who are actually on the sense of just, like, doing their own thing or, like, whenever they want and stuff like that. And because I've got to give up 40 hours of my week to prescribe time for some to live someone else's dreams, it's the more I actually do research and keep on, like, pushing forth in my own mind, my own journey... The more people that, the more these like uh, YouTube channels and like blogs and everything I read, they all keep pushing like to like leave your job and you, you you're gonna be getting what you need as mm-hmm. soon as you know what I'm saying. I'm no, I, re- I know I completely resonate with you as well. That's sort of it's that, the patience that, that I found the struggle yeah, with. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a bit of a different answer as well. That, that's a, that's a that's a struggle now at the higher end of the line where you're at now. Mm. That's a struggle you've got now. But I'm just gonna give a bit different answer as well. I might give it more value to people as well. I'm thinking in terms of um, a struggle that I had when I was first, like sort of bursting through the bubble, mm. like bursting through that bubble. That when I went back at the beginning of the podcast, I was talking about how I was how I was like a boy in the bubble, mm. um, because at the time when I was younger, I was somebody who was um, I was living in a I was a complete different person, and I was living in a world that was manufactured around like being a lad. Like being, the, you know what I mean. Like being the, being the, being the lad, one of the lads. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I had at that time there was a lot of people around me who, when I was starting to see the world differently, they were starting to see that I was seeing the world differently. And in a sense, they were becoming jealous. So one of the struggles at that time I had to come through was to actually not care what they thought but at that time yeah. at that time when I was young I was still trying to figure my figure myself away from that was that. a struggle of mine as well yeah that was a huge that was a huge struggle and that's not and, I, and that, that's not something that I deal with now I do not deal with that now yeah yeah like I've stripped that completely away like people know people don't even people don't even like to a sense don't even go there with me now like they don't even like yeah because in the they don't try and push the buttons like in the past they would try and push the buttons to pull you back in to who you were like they would like sort of try and make a sly comment or a sneaky comment that, that was just what you're doing or what you're becoming it was all just because you didn't know yourself I mean like I had that same problem with external validation because I didn't know who I who I was or what I wanted in life but when I started like actually like asking the questions of like what I, what do I want and setting myself goals and stuff like that um, that was when I started like getting out of that point and like I say one thing on the struggle, right? It was like me setting high, too high of goals because I haven't reached all my goals, and that actually, cause I, that actually made me a bit down as well because I had like the point of like, like I studied the law of attraction loads and it was like, write down a date, time, and like what you want, and give yourself a, an allotted window and work on it. And I have worked on it, and like, I've worked on it loads, and you get the point where you think. Is the law of attraction real from what I'm thinking? Like it's like maybe in a sense it is real, but maybe like the guidelines that I was following aren't real. Yeah. Aren't right. But, but let's two seconds we'll come and jump on that, because I definitely think the law of attraction's real. Yeah, but, I but do. I as well. I do but as well. also within the law of attraction you've got to you've got to actually it's like I said, you can't just you can't just like it's not just all about just thinking you're going to do something. You've got to yeah. put the action in place. So maybe what I'm thinking is, is whatever your goals are, you need to look, go back and look at your goal, and actually focus more attention in, in it. Focus more attention in the in between steps. And what I mean by that as well is, mm. like you might have the goals written down on paper, but you've got to ask yourself the question: Are you really working towards that goal? 
because people write goals down on a piece of paper. I've done this before in my life. And you have all these goals written down on a piece of paper, which I've got. I've got loads of goals because I love goals. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're ever going to get to the goal. Some of the goals that you write down, I don't think it's about that. It's about li- like living the journey in between the goals, like appreciating, yeah, appreciating what, what the, va- the journey of the, of the goal. Point. But are you really, when you write your goal down, the goal that you've, you, like you said, I haven't got me goals that I, so many goals that I want. You've got to look at that goal on the piece of paper and, and, and look at that and really sit with it and think, am I doing everything to actually reach that goal? Like, really dissect it down and go into it. What a good point. Really, really good point. Because you'll find out that you're not on a lot of goals. Yeah. You know what? Nah, actually, now that you said that, it probably, there probably is some more like, I should be doing to actually really emphasise it. Nice, not just point. you, everyone, myself as well. I'm, I'm seeing that to myself as well because I need to remind myself of that constantly all the time. But yeah, you can do that. You can do that though by just sim- all all as simple as it's like like a goal. Like a goal can be shifted. The goal can be changed. Like people think they write a goal down, and if you if you wrote a goal down, you said, "Oh, I want to. I want to. Um, I want to. Sh- I want to shoot for the stars." This is just a, a big overall picture. I want to shoot for the stars, and you think, "Oh, well, I can't. I've never. I'm not. I'm never going to get the stars. I'm never going to get the stars." Well, that's fine. Just shift your goal. Just see, just pull it back a little bit. Just say, I want to hit the moon. Then when you get to the moon, you can hit the stars. Yeah. Ah, good point. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. all, it's just about, you can always like stop. You've said this before on the podcast, like this, you used the analogy of a ship, but you can always just stop that ship whenever you want mm-hmm. and just look and just reevaluate and just change your direction of your ship and go somewhere else. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no, one, no one cares enough. It might, it might. Actually... Like the mind's a crazy thing. No one, ca- no one cares enough. To even really know what you want as a person, you're the only one who knows as a person. You're the only you're the only driver of the ship. You can sh- stop and change your ship ship mm. whenever you want. No one else, no one else, no, no one else is going to view your ship and go, oh, you know what it is? He's actually changed his uh, what's he changed the directory by like two centimeters and went somewhere else in the ship. What's interesting though is like no one gives a shit. Is like when it's interesting you say like no one gives a shit because but when you get the emphasis of like of like really pushing down in the law of attraction, you find like. Like the hidden gem is like you are the universe, or each and every single bit of you is yeah. is the universe, and and that's how you can get what you want. And that's that's why it's like it's hard to actually fathom like thinking like, well, I am the universe. It's why can I not just conjure up anything? But then again, like you've got to understand like, yeah, you, you're incredible. You're actually a part of the universe. You are literally the universe acting as a human being right now. But you are still limited in, in like flaws. I mean, I can't just jump out here and fly. Even even if I really really wanted to, I can't get to that point. You know what I mean? Like I am limited in a in a fraction of like who I am as as a being. And I think it's accepting the fact you are limited. And this why my why um actually how I overcome like the struggle of big goals it was because I understood like I am limited in who I am, and I accept that. But you give a good point on when you indicated like yeah you you may be limited and you might be limited to, like shoot for the stars but you can hit the moon yeah like you don't need to build a rocket that can like travel like ultra space like you can just like like they've built rockets now that goes to the moon to duplicate that yeah so just whatever you want duplicate it like how people's actually already done it yeah that's what i'm saying you can always find a way in it it's interesting as well how you says um he says oh, i can't fly but the thing is though you can't you can't physically fly, but you can actually use someone else to fly. Exactly. So yeah. like it's just shifting again. You shift. You, it's all about shifting that perspective of what you can do and what you can't do. That's good. That man. Here, here's something as well, right? Um, I mean, here's something. Do you think people are actively sort of seeking a spiritual awakening, or does it sort of just come to you? 
I mean, why do you think certain people actually sort of find this shift at different times? You know what, right? Um, do I think like, people are actively seeking a spiritual way? And I think, I think everybody's um, a spiritual being on this on this vessel right now. I love you said that. Uh, I really loved you said that either. I do. I think everyone is a spiritual being, like on this vessel. But I also think as well that not everyone's living a spiritual life in a sense, like because I think a spiritual life should be a one that's actually looked at in, looked at within actually see the external but i think if you just look at external you're actually limiting to where the real spiritual growth occurs which is inside and i think all this, a, a lot of the spiritual like to truly love a sunset you must know the beauty of a sunset within like you must know what like the true meaning of actually when you're looking at a sunset like how it really affects who you are so the truth is it's always inside you this is uh, so i think if you seek in the journey, the spiritual journey within, I think that is when you're going to find your true growth to really appreciate the external beauty. Yeah, I love that, by the way. And the only thing is, that was a perfect, that was perfect, by the way, as well. And um, that's really in line with what I think in my head because you know how you said that we, we are all spiritual beings. Mm. And you said it's more just about we are already that thing. You just got to awaken it. And um, there's a quote as well, and I love this quote. And I've actually got it, um, I've got it, I've got it wrote down loads of places in the house and everywhere. And I always try and remember it. Uh, I always try and um, like and see it in my head all the time. And it was, um, you know, there's a guy, a philosopher, but he was, wasn't just a philosopher as well. But he's called Teal. He's called Pierre Pierre Teilhardijan. He's called, and he said that we're not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience, and that ties into what you were saying before. And that is absolutely perfect because. A lot of people in life say things like, um, I, I'll see it all over the internet and things like that, like how to become spiritual, like do this to become spiritual, things like that. Yeah. But we are already, every, everything, everything, we are already spiritual, we are it, we mm. are it. We're actually sort of just playing human roles, we're just playing human characters, we're just in this meat suit, like walking around, like with this with this real, like the real essence is the thing that's inside of our body, like not the meat suit. Yeah. And, but, play, but people that actually are playing are people that are playing these roles, like try, playing these human roles, trying to become spiritual? But we're already spiritual. But we're already we're just play, we're just be, pretend to be hu- human. You know? Do you understand what I mean by that? No, I really do. And I think that's <laughs> yeah. I think I think like I think my answer like actually clarified that. I really like understand yeah. that. Well, but, um, it, it just ties in though, as well. Just add it as well. It ties in. It ties in the fact as well that um that. It, this is a bigger picture as well. It ties into the conversation of when I hear a lot of people saying things like, um, like when people class certain things as spiritual, like people class certain, like meditation, act, certain actions. Yeah, yeah. People are like you're spiritual because you meditate. Well, I actually think right that you're spiritual because you don't meditate. Don't meditate. You're spiritual because you actually eat a McDonald's. You're spiritual because you do Watch this, you do that. Like every single experience on this planet is a spiritual experience. Like, nothing's different. Like, if you're eating a Big Mac and it changes millions and trillions of cells in your body and your body goes into, like, a completely different, like, experience, that is a spiritual experience. Yeah. Here's an interesting one as well because I... You don't need, like, crystals or, or like, anything like yeah, that to have, like, a yeah, experience. Yeah, of course. You don't need anything. Everything's spiritual experience. There's spiritual lessons in everything. But here's one, though, as well because I hear this quite a lot and I also hear people on the other side of the coin judging people judging the sort of the, the quote unquote 
who what people class as more spiritual, like someone meditating or doing yoga. Someone will call out them who like see this is what what you get on Instagram. Mm. So like say someone does like a meditation pose on a Instagram or does a yoga pose on an Insta- a yoga pose on Instagram. Mm. People are, are call call out the people who's done the photo and they say like oh look at you trying to act spiritual, trying to act spiritual. But like Ram Ramdas has it. Um, so like they're already put, they're already they're already in their in their beliefs in their mind. They're already like cascading an uh, aspect and creating a foundation in their mind that you can only be spiritual by meditating. So the fact that they think the grief they're calling it and griefing it is the fact that they're already creating the identity in their mind to 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 be able to to call something. Mm-hmm. They already they actually have an identity in their mind that that is spiritual. Well, so they can take the mega out of it. But Ramdas has an amazing quote, right? He says. He always used to, because I read this somewhere in a book, and he was talking about how when he ran, Ramdas had these like retreats and things like that, mm-hmm. loads of people used to come to these retreats, and they used to always like want a picture at the end of the retreat, and then everyone would go like, you know, when you have a camera and you say smile, cheese, something like that. Ramdas would go look spiritual, because how do you look spiritual? Oh, I like that. Because mm-hmm. everything is just the same. So like when someone's grieving, someone's saying saying that oh you can't put it. A, a meditation picture on Instagram you can't put a yoga picture on Instagram mm. well if you can't put a meditation or a yoga picture on Instagram you can't put it, you can't be eating food you can't put a picture of your food on yeah. you can't put a picture of you and your loved one because do you class do you class um, have, going out for a meal and taking a picture with your loved one not spiritual and you but you class yoga as spiritual they're all the same mm-hmm. so people need to be actually careful of what people are perceiving as spiritual not because for me everything's a spiritual experience yeah and I think I like that Dan I'd, like like everything what we've actually talked about I mean I, the quote I like to think of it as is like um, which really emphasises what we're talking about is when uh, Alan Watts describes the pro- the um, process of like peeling potatoes yeah. and he goes um, people think that thinking about Zen and God while p- peeling potatoes is the spiritual experience but actually the spiritual experience is just peeling the potatoes and I love that yeah that is that, that's so that. true isn't it? that's is so true I like, love that yeah I love that by the way so here's something as well right um, I mean this is to dissect a bit further and again at this I mean how how is, how is the podcast because it's clear to say that mm. if people look back at all the podcasts that we've done it's like sort of been a transition and it really highlights our journey of where we come from to where we are now but how 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 did the let's go on, I mean how did how did we actually how did the podcast mould in the sort of like knowledge seeking and asking the bigger questions like how how's how has this transition come through Whew, that's a big one that how do we actually go from health consciousness like sorry health and fitnessy style but in all fairness like I think episode like um three or four was uh, like Watkins and he started talking about meditation yeah it all links. But yeah. it is clear to say though there is being this gradual transformation into something, mm-hmm. into something. Oh yeah, like something. Asking big, we're asking bigger questions than we were then. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, but like you said, uh, you've all said it before, and we've said it again, and they're all linked. Like everything's been linked. Every every single action we've taken is linked up to this point, and it's it's not a surprise how like we've started talking about like movement, um, exercise, sleep, because the more you look into these the more they open the doors to everything else. Yeah, like that. So you open one door and you see about 13 different doors all giving up another bigger answer or a bigger question. You open the next one of them, they lead to another bigger question and another bigger answer. Keep opening all these doors, you keep getting through. You get to a point where there's no doors and eventually you feel like you've found like 
whoa shit man I found I found like the end and then you have to go back and you see all the other doors that you missed yeah. and I love that like um, because now I'm thinking like like we've seen so many like incredible different like um, people discuss so many different incredible like I'm gonna say uh, truths about like uh, their existence and about like what they see and perceive and like wh- where we find our truths with them we're finding we're finding all these truths and foundations that we're now actually integrating in our own lives and and this is where like we've become something like different is because like through the whole process you know how we like you think like how we've actually molded into these questions we've molded into these questions because we were already these questions yeah, yeah I love that like we were already asking the bigger questions before we even realized it and I think like it's hard to actually emphasize what we're talking about especially but you know yourself like the questions were always within us we've just unlocked the doors yeah I like that and, and you know when you use technology the doors beautiful by the way like you know when you use technology the doors before as well I was actually thinking in my head how much how much um, like looking at the next end of the sort of the next question of like asking a bigger question about the universe or whatever it is or asking sort of Dean reading the question about psychic abilities or whatever it is how that makes me you said like it makes you actually realise you've missed some doors so it makes me makes me reevaluate. like a question about psychic abilities or whatever it is might sound a bit out there that might I, have opened up sort of uh, somewhere else somewhere, like a doorway in terms of health so then I'll go back and reevaluate and, and mm. think like Whatever, whatever it is, I'll just reevaluate the way I'm being looking at something, looking at a belief I had in, in, in sort of I was in the way I was living my life in terms of health. Mm. So what, but I just want to see on that anyway. But when you were touching on, on the point as well, how when you said the word, you were touching on the word saying like molded our minds and things like that. I mean, what do you think actually like hundred? What what has a hundred podcasts actually done sort of to me and you, and how has it actually changed our lives? Well, um. I now understand that I'm living a, a spiritual experience. <laughs> yeah. uh, to be honest, like um, I wrote down before. What, when you peel them potatoes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wrote down before like um, something on. Uh, I've, I mean, literally, I've wrote three different like pocket books of like information and knowledge and like what I've learned. And just like look in like interesting way when um, I knew about this question, like I thought like what's a hundred podcasts done on my mind and I like go through my book and actually realise and I see so much knowledge and beauty and like love and connection to like my whole emphasis of like what is life and like I'm so proud I'm so proud of like the journey I've undertaken and and the gratitude that I've got now it's so so awakening it's so awakening the context that that I feel like I'm I'm powerful beyond measure and I never really thought I could actually get to the point where I feel like I'm so powerful and amazing and that I could actually feel like I am the universe but I, I feel like now I am the entirety of the universe yeah. all in this vessel right here yeah it's amazing it's, it's, I think it's amazing how much for that's me, what 100 podcast episodes yeah, yeah do. it does it, it does it does it makes you I think as well it, it not even just the 100, 100 podcast episodes that I've, that we've done on this podcast, mm-hmm. but the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of podcasts that I've listened to when I've, other podcasts have been walking around or yeah. hundreds and hundreds of information articles and books that I've read or whatever it is, they've all added to that shape and form of who I am today as well. But if I was actually trying to analyse what it's actually what one thing it's actually done for me and it's actually opened me up to the possibility of that. It's opened me up to the possibility of the, the beauty in the world 
and how incredible the universe is and there's actually how much mm. how much more there's actually going on than we actually or we actually are actually capable of fathoming out or capable of seeing or whatever it whatever it is mm-hmm. but how there's so much more going on that we don't understand all in the universe and I think that's what makes the world like and not even just the world but it just makes every single little facet of the the minutest little thing in the world even more incredible it that's does what as well. it makes, that's what it does to me like you see like you I know like you now see things from a different perspective like you've mentioned like the ant um, seeing things from an ant's perspective like like I've actually thought like if I put if I lay down in front of an ant would that would that just look like me like looking at the ocean yeah would it just look endless like would there be no difference and I think that's a that's an interesting point there in itself because this this podcast itself it does give you a different perspective on how you see everybody else's lives. That's what I like about it. Yeah, I love that as well. Um, here's an interesting one, right? What's actually the what's maybe the um, the biggest like sort of truth that you found like mm. from the podcast and maybe not even just the podcast as well, but just in general the journey so far. What's the biggest truth you found so far? That was a huge question, by the way, isn't yeah, it? Is. it? Really, like, and when you find like truth, I mean, the truth was like I found like, like when I went on this journey, I felt like I had a knowing of like, like you know when I had that moment when I told you before about when um, you said you thought you knew everything and then I, you realised that you don't I, know shit. Ah, uh, that was when when I opened up the um. Like you said, you thought you said I thought you said to me. I thought I had so much to. I thought I knew so much to give, but then I realised that I didn't know nothing. Yeah, well, that's uh, when I got to the point when I felt like, like before, when I give you the emphasis of like, I felt like I was top of the mountain. This was before the podcast. I was like, my health was incredible. wasn't eating anything bad. I was all I drank was water. Like, I had that like, per, like I lost so much weight. I felt absolutely amazing in my life, and then like. When I opened up the um, the curtains that morning, I seen the sunrise. My mind was completely free and and pure, and I thought, "This is like everything. This is me." This I knew in that moment, like I felt like I had it all. And then through this podcast, like the more you think you know, the less you do know, and that's actually where I've, that's the truth now. That's the deep that truth that I've engraved. Yeah, it's interesting because that, t- that sort of ties into my truth as well. I mean. I was thinking about this, right? So there's so many, there's so many like minute truths. Like there is so mm-hmm. many minute truths that the podcast te- te- teach me. Like we talked about earlier in the podcast, like that th- things like that. We need to be sort of you need to treat every everyone's the same. We're all one. Things like that. We're all connected in ways that we don't understand. Truths like are the like the material world. It doesn't make happiness. And one th- one thing for me as well that the simple things in life, like for me anyway, like the, uh, understanding that the simple things in life are the things are the best things in life. Mm. But there's there's so many truths. But the, I was actually thinking about this right, and the main truth for me is that just like you said, it's a sense that the more we know, the more we don't know. But also as well that there is many truths. Yeah, there's definitely. So many different truths. And for me anyway, my journey as well. In order to sort of to actually add to that that there are many truths and understand that there are many truths for me it goes back to the perspective of looking through the eyes of other people you need to actually sort of view multiple perspectives yeah and I said I said this said this to you before as well 
which ties into sort of more being like more critical thinker and open-mindedness. And uh, I said this to you before as well, I've never said it on the podcast, but I said, I was reading somewhere and it was talking about how a sign of, it said a sign of intelligence is the ability to hold two contradictory perspectives in your mind. Mm. And to reiterate on that, I think if, you, if you're a person who can actually, and this is what the, this is what the podcast has really taught me, if you're someone who can actually be open-minded, and I don't mean to a sense of open-mindedness where you sort of you're too open-minded, because then that's just completely just like beats the objective. Yeah. But if you are open-minded, to the sense of that you to to all the all the amazing things that's going on the planet, like you don't you don't you haven't done the research on, you don't understand, you haven't like done the due diligence looked into. Yeah. If you are open-minded to everything in life, I think the world can really open up so many different possibilities to who you are as a person mm-hmm. and um, and one thing for me as well just to add to that as well I know now as well which the podcast has opened me up to and everything that I've done so far on the journey I'm, I can remember when I had a belief about a certain thing like I had a certain belief about use the example of say health it was I thought that yeah, yeah. I thought that this thing that I was doing when I was exercising or training my body whatever it is or move my body, I thought that was the ultimate. Like, I thought I would never shift my sort of thinking towards that or shift my perspective or shift the way that I that I actually exercise or whatever it is. And that's been, that's been a, in terms of belief as well. We have actually thought about a certain topic or a question. But now, I understand that I've actually changed my belief so many times, even just from two days ago, of a belief that I thought I held in my mind, I've shifted it. So now I understand that I should never, ever, ever hold my beliefs so tight. What was that belief, by the way? Oh, there's so many. Every every single thing. The, the the one that you changed two years ago. Oh. Well, that's to be honest with you, it's not even just the sense of just holding one belief, like loads of beliefs. Like oh. my beliefs can can be can be shifting. It's not even a sense of a, like the belief. A belief is probably the wrong word. It's probably more just of a thought. That's probably oh, that's, right, right. that's it's. I mean, because someone else would see it as a belief, but mine, my in my head, I said this before on the podcast. But I like to have my cup half empty all the time, so it doesn't become a belief. Half any. full, brother. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't become a. Um, it never it doesn't become a belief. It just it's probably just like a thought. But someone else would perceive that as a belief. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like I don't become attached to it. It's like more of a, just a something that comes through. I analyze it, and then I might come back again, and I might shift it and change it. Like good point. That's why I try to stay. I try. I stay open to everything. Like I'm always questioning, like the old beliefs that I had all the time. So like, if I'm doing, why am I doing this yoga pose now? Is this yoga pose actually beneficial to, to my dogma? Is the, this food that I'm eating mm. really sort of like I know it's like me. I know it's healthy, but is this food actually sort of? Is this food actually sort of, in align with who who I am as a person? It's it's hard it's hard to explain and dissect that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm it's just trying to get though. I'm just trying to get across that I'm basically just stay open minded and question every single aspect of what you what you, what you what you think you are, what you think you might be, what you think you're going to become. The questions you're asking yourself, everything, question everything. That's what I'm trying. I to I completely say. agree and just question everything, and. Uh, Here's another question. <laughs> so, Dan, have you got a, um, a favourite guest or a favourite episode? Oh, this is something I'm questioning every single day. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 
so there's so many I mean as well like some episodes that are obviously a date to my heart as well are like episodes with uh, like Matt Belair and Michael Sanders because um, just absolutely yeah I love the conversations that we're getting, getting with them and they've obviously been on the podcast like six times now um, oh, there's so many I mean um, I'll have to come back and I mean who, who, who for you you might spark some in my mind oh I tell you one thing, um, I've got a feeling for you. I know I've got a feeling for one of yours. Yours is going to be what? Yours is going to be Gavin Nashimento. Oh yeah, I love Gavin. I love the Gav. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought Gavin was amazing. Um, he's really opened my eyes. Like, like, I wasn't into conspiracies as much as like um, you were, but like, after that episode, like, I did a lot of research and like um, I found up so much. Like what he was saying was amazing, but um, like his. Like when I was reading his blog, and I thought it was like one of the, it was one of the best things I've ever read, and I was absolutely fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like I said, um, Gavin was an incredible episode. I loved that. I've probably listened to that six, seven times. Um, the episode which I've like actually, actually, all right, I'll tell you the truth. I was um, driving, and um, I was listening to one of our episodes, and and I want to let you guess what it is, right? And um. And all the way through it, I was just like mind blown, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And right at the end of it, I just went, I just screamed, "I stopped! I literally stopped the car on the side of the road!" And I just went, "Yes, we've done it! I've done it! We've done it! That was best! That was amazing! We're not going to top it." We do that every week. All right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> we not, do I? That, but it's interesting. Just before I do, I'll, I'll try and guess. Right, I'll try and guess. Yeah. But before we, before I do guess, though, before I forget this point, it's interesting to me how. I literally screamed after it. Yeah, Honestly, it's, it's I, thought, I felt so much power. It's, it's interesting to me how um, how a podcast might affect you or affect me or affect someone else listening at a different point in their life. Mm-hmm. Because looking back at a podcast where I remember the feeling of actually doing a podcast and thinking, "Oh, it was a great conversation. That was a great conversation. Great podcast." Or even listening to a certain podcast and thinking, "Oh, that was an amazing podcast." But it's interesting how people see different podcasts as beneficial at the point in the time that they're at. So mm-hmm. someone could think like, so a big powerhouse that for me anyway was was um, Anthony Peake. Oh yeah, that, open was, the, that uh, was a strong one. Open the doorways to the universe because that was at, the, at that time that was that was clearly asking the biggest questions about the universe, like really going deep and pinpointing on some big questions. Mm. But as well, I mean, that, but then there's also a podcast with. Um, like that, a, po- a, more, a more podcast, a more healthy podcast that we've done. That at the time and period, I was more about moving my body or something like that. Mm. That I was like, "Oh, this is amazing! This is amazing!" But it's just interesting how that, how that, uh, that feeling can shift from where you, where you, the point that you're focusing on in your life at the minute. Mm. But I'm going to guess that podcast, and I'm going to say, um, "What podcast would it be?" I'm going to say. Um, It's not going to be one of that I expect, is it? I, I don't know. It might not be, actually. I think um, I've told you the story before. I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go Matt Belair. <laughs> I'm not going to get this on that. I'm going to go Matt Belair. Master in the mind. You know what? That was a mint episode. It really was. <laughs> is I that the that. one? No, it wasn't the one. Oh, is it not? No, but was, I know it, that was a brilliant <laughs> you episode. Were you looking there? I thought you were going to see it, that one. You know what? I've, <laughs> I actually, I've resonated so well with that episode because he really dived deep in the law of attraction. Like, and he, 
he he actually helped me like dive into that like he was powerful episode within that as well when we were talking about you know in that episode as well when we were talking about like mm. kettlebell exercise and things like that 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 was a that was a good little conversation at that to that element as it well. It was, I. He said like um, I remember actually what he said. He said um, a lot of people think you need all this fast equipment and that, but all you really need to do is do fifty burpees a day, and then and soon as uh, you'll actually you'll end up and getting the, fit. And that also ties. It's very interesting you said that because that also ties into a very uh, point that I'm at in my life now, where I'm also when we to when we've talked about through this podcast, like the minimalist lifestyle, also as well training. Training sense, like I'm sort of reevaluating how I'm training my body. So I'm saying, like, do I really, do I really need this sort of this bit of equipment? Mm. Like, when was the last time I really used this bit of equipment? Is this really aligned? Can I actually get around without using this bit of equipment here? Like, I'm t- also taking that minimalist aspect into my training as well. Yeah. Like, do I really need to get too fancy with the way I'm sort of doing, like, sort of the yeah. the rep ranges and all this really. and stuff like that? No, you just need to move. But that, but I'm seeing what that. Ties into about stripping the back. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, tell us who's the uh, who's the, uh, what podcast was that? Right, I'll tell you. It was a powerhouse of an episode. And it was literally incredible. Uh, Wim Hof. Honestly, I was absolutely oh, mind. Was I was mind blown by it, man. Honestly, I stopped the car after it, listened to it, and I nearly cried over it. It was wow. that powerful. Just, I resonated with, like, you know, I, I didn't even know why I put put it on. Like, I was just, I just put it on when I was driving, and like, I was. Passing like the shopping centre, like you know where we nearly where we live next door. Yeah, I just like pulled over and I just had to, like I just screamed. We've done it. Like I felt like so. I mean, cause I felt like that was the change where we transitioned. And I felt like at that point we transitioned from like all this healthy fitnessy background, and I felt like we nailed that episode. That's interesting to me because the Wim Hof episode is quite like a, it's quite an interesting blend between sort of spirituality and health because he's someone who's really is bringing them to bringing them to worlds. That was like, a transition, colliding cli- together. I mean, here's some. This is probably a good to- talking point to talk about, right? Probably to bring the bring this to end as well. Maybe if we slightly touch on, I mean, like where we're sort of at now, like where we're at now in our journey. I mean, how would you? How could we really d- dissect and go into that? Where are we at now on our journey? You know, right, right. You know, when we're talking about a journey, like, and we all, every, everyone thinks like, on your journey, you're going forward, but you're not, you, we're going in so many different directions, yeah. man. Everyone thinks, like, oh, you, you'll keep pushing forward. So, like, as soon as we've done, like, one podcast on, like, um, psychic abilities, we know everything about psychic abilities. We don't know about psychic abilities, man. Yeah, like, yeah. what about psychic abilities? What about World War Two? And what about psychic abilities, like, in the future? What about psychic abilities in death? In the other realms of consciousness, what we, like, what is the limits to psychic abilities? Like, that's just like one thing I was just thought of on top of my psychic abilities. Like, if we went on that journey, like, so I'm just trying to emphasize the fact that when we're on a journey, we're not just heading in one direction, and like that's why I can go back to loads. Of, I can go back right at the start of my journey, and analyze like, I might have had a truth there that I didn't have before. I might have been like, oh man, that was a that was a really great emphasis. Well, that that's what you were saying about um, the Wim Hof episode as well. So, mm. like maybe if you heard that Wim, Wim Hof episode um, like three months ago, compared to now, you wouldn't have been putting your hands in the air and cheering in the air because yeah, it just didn't definitely. it didn't hit home or it didn't it didn't sort of like open up something in your mind. I've done that before as well. I've listened to a podcast right, and I've actually sort of like you said, it's about going back. And I've gone back and I've seen so many questions and, and then from that it's asked me so much questions or it's resonated to where I am in the journey now. Mm-hmm. Because I think 
like you, it's perfect what you said because I think we're constantly just shifting and changing. Like the journey, like the journey is like I love that when you said the journey's not just like going forward. It isn't. It's like I'm actually I'm actually just viewing my mind now of how much my my viewney my viewney my viewney <laughs> my journey is actually being more me going back. Now you said that. That's why a lot of people revisiting everything in my life, like revisiting. So like health, I get some, I get a certain point in my health, then I'll just like it's like sort of snakes and ladders. Mm-hmm. You get to the top and then you fall back down. You get to the top, you fall back you down. Think, you think it's not falling down though. It's just actually sort of actually reevaluating. Yeah, you think you're actually at the point where you've actually you've mastered it and you've got you know exactly what you're thinking about. You're talking about uh, then you then something might come up and you think, whoa, I remember that from the start and that was that that shifts your perspective again so you're you're not just at the like you're not just where you are you're at every single single point of your journey so you're right at the start you're right in the middle you're right at the end and you're all in between you're each and every single part of that because you're all because a you've already done it before <laughs> yeah. and b you've already had the, all the knowledge that like, they're available for you you know it exactly like this is why i say like you you're never just in one direction. You're always in like pulled in so many different directions because you have this, you have this like um, all you're given all the knowledge all at once. Really, it's just you've always had the knowledge there. It's just always about you unlocking it. Yeah, that's probably that's probably a good place to wrap it up as well. Where we're at, we're all yeah. over, we're all over the place. Yeah. yeah, going forward, or are we going back? Yeah, that's a question. Are we going forward, or are we going back? next next podcast episode (laughs) peace and love yeah peace and love join us next week when we talk about socks (laughs) in bed (laughs) thanks so much for listening to the 100th episode of the Send podcast we really hope you enjoyed it and we really hope our stories inspire you in terms of your thinking and on your journey too and it would be so cool if you could actually just check out the Patreon page that we've set up where you can support the podcast And also when you become a Patreon member and support the podcast by donating whatever amount each month, if you can, even if it's only $2 a month, you will gain access to bonus content that is only available to Patreon subscribers. And on that page as well, the content and rants are really starting to rack up on on there as well. And we're constantly going to keep adding more and more new amazing content to that Patreon page. And we're really going to make it the place for you to go who want to get an extra bit from the podcast and we want to really make that the place where you can go to get gain a bigger insight into who we are as people and in the process we also want to share with you lots of other cool extra bonus content so if you would like to support the podcast and become a patreon member all you need to do is go to the send podcast website or you can alternatively click the link in the description of this podcast or you can go to www.patreon ascend And just as a little added bonus, I'm going to play out this podcast with a beautiful song called Smoke Alarm by someone called Carsey Blanton. So anyway, we got here 100 episodes and we couldn't have done it without you. All of you who listen to this podcast, it really means a lot to us. And I hope you enjoyed our 100 episode and you'll join us on our next 100 episodes as well. So anyway, we'll catch you next week. Enjoy this song by Carsey Blanton, Smoke Alarm. Keep sticking, everyone. Peace. He said, baby, what's a big deal? Feel what you want to feel. Say what you want to say. You're going to die one day. For example, I could kiss you. 
just because I want to And what's the difference if you turn away I'm gonna die one day Why do you waste your time Thinking about your reputation Running from a confrontation Wondering what they're gonna say When everyone you've ever known Is headed for a headstone I don't wanna give the end away But we're gonna die one day Your body is an animal Doesn't ask for much A little music and a soft touch Why don't you let it out to play Your heart is in a birdcage Singing in your chest You wanna shut it up or give it a rest You're gonna die one day Why do we waste our time Thinking about an obligation Trying to meet an expectation Wondering what we ought to say When everyone we've ever known Is headed for a headstone I don't want to give the end away But we're gonna die one day We're gonna die one day We're gonna die one day So baby, what's a big deal? If you wanna be free, say what you wanna feel. Spend the night with me. I'm gonna take you up in my arms. And if we must go down, we'll go singing to the smoke alarms. We'll dance into the ground.